And then the world just got so dark and lame and no one was responding. And I was like, okay, well now I have to make different stuff. Like yeah. I didn't want to like, I wish I didn't have to do any of that stuff. Honestly, I wish I did, just didn't have to do it because the world didn't go the way it went. Like mm-hmm. I had to put all my projects on hold. I had to out of pocket fund a whole new project, a whole new initiative, bring a bunch of people together, educate a bunch of people. Like it's great. It's out of love, but like, dude, like how about like just a, doesn't have to happen like (laughs) I didn't want that to happen I didn't want to like spend the next like three months of my life like that um but I did because it was important uh and the response was good and positive from some people that's good and it was negative from a lot of others what's up everyone welcome back to the revamped podcast I'm your host Lindsay Hepner presented by Bulletproof Coffee Use code VAMP15 to get 15% off the entire year of 2021. And today on this episode, we talk with Christian Pierce. You may know Christian from the show on Facebook Watch called The Real Bros from Simi Valley. Very funny comedy. And we get to talk to him today about what is going on in the digital space and how we're pivoting to maybe using these platforms, Facebook, TikTok, IG, to make our own shows. Netflix, you better watch out. Let's get into the episode. The Revamped Podcast, hosted by Lindsay Hepner. Rebuilding the Digital Entrepreneur. Guys, I'm so excited we have Christian Pierce on the show today. And you know what I'm really excited about? What are you excited about? Is that I have a comedian on the show that can make me laugh. Like oh, that no is pressure. my that is my thing. Okay. <laughs> am I the fir- I'm not the first one, am I? You are. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a lot I'm of pressure. I'm gonna set the bar real low for the rest <laughs> of y'all. You ready? You're welcome. No, but I love to laugh. I, I think it's just like we need all that right now, you know? I agree. So. Yeah, as much laughter as we can get. Exactly. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself so everyone, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's up, guys? My name is Christian. Uh, I guess I'm an auteur. I'm an actor, writer, director, producer. Uh, all around pretty fun guy. Uh, that's what my Hinge profile says, anyway. Um, <laughs> born in, I was born in Chicago, raised in L.A. Um, went to school at the University of Arizona. Met my future business creative partner. We made a YouTube channel together called Life According to Jimmy. It's sketch comedy. And uh, we made a show called The Real Bros of Simi Valley. It's kind of popular. And um, yeah, I'm still trying to create and have a lot of fun. I, I love dogs. Oh, well, yeah. Zoe, I had to put Zoe away because she, she obviously, was loving, she was was loving, loving you. She was annoyed that I had to put her away. But I love it. You basically almost called Jimmy your girlfriend. I was like waiting for it. Well, we don't fuck anymore. Excuse me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Literally just said not to do that. I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's um, good. Did it sound like I was going to call my girlfriend? I literally was waiting for you to say the love of your life. Oh, man. And then say someone else. And then you said Jimmy. Or you didn't even say Jimmy, yeah, but you said, said your business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's I guess it great. could kind of sound like that. Yeah. That's great. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I didn't even know that the shows that you were actually doing. Mm-hmm was a lot of you, like the background of writing and Mm -hmm. everything. Can you kind of dive into that and how you started and what made you want to build kind of shows off of platforms that obviously we look at Facebook, YouTube, 
all these platforms as somewhere where we can be creative mm -hmm. and be our own brand. Mm -hmm. But I think that what was really interesting about, you know, deep diving into what you're doing is you're kind of taking it to the next level of like, here's, here's shows now, right. you know? Right. So can you tell us a little about that? Yeah. Um, I was raised by the TV. You know what I mean? Like I used to watch everything that like the TV had to offer on all networks. Um, and you know, at a very young age started taking my parents home video camera and like making little videos and like doing stunts in the backyard with my friends and trying to cut funny little sketches together like jackass videos that's not a bad word that's a, a tv show no, i try to reenact that's... like johnny knoxville <laughs> type stuff um and then when i got to college uh i've been playing i've been an athlete my whole life and mm -hmm. that was like the first time i was like oh, i'm gonna put sports in the back burner and like try this whole film thing that i've kind of always wanted to do since i was a kid yeah. um and then i met jimmy we were pledging the same fraternity and, you know, when everyone got talking about, like, what do you want to do with your future? We're the only two guys in the room that would say, like, we want to do entertainment, film, and TV. And YouTube was a thing. It was around, but it was nowhere near what it's like today. Yeah. Um, you had guys like Smosh who were kind of big, like Daystorm, guys you probably don't even hear about anymore at all. Um, I had had some friends putting YouTube videos out. I had put one, like, basketball video up. That's all I had knew known about YouTube. Jimmy had seen an opportunity, like a business opportunity, because he had heard from a friend that another friend was making money on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted somewhere to express the thoughts in my head, like, you know, all the voices I couldn't get out of my head. Yeah. So uh, we linked up and started making YouTube videos together. And we were blessed enough to have, like, our first few videos kind of take off as a result of us just like making them and just spamming all of our friends. Like when you're in college, when you're in a big party school and you have it's like, like you have a big social them. circle and all your yeah. other friends from high school are at different party schools yeah. and you start blasting links out to, you know, college type humor. <laughs> yeah. It spread like wildfire. It was cool. Um, and that set us up to continue to create whatever we wanted on that YouTube channel, which was sketch comedy, you know, anecdotes that like were based off of things we were experiencing mm -hmm. um and from that point on we started taking it more and more seriously building the fan base up you know earning more revenue seeing it more as a business um expanding what we could create from our imaginations and you know it got to a point where it's a hustle youtube you know oh. like, we're putting a video out every single week that's a hustle right yeah and we're like yeah. man we really want to find a way to you know essentially batch create like create you know, a bunch of stuff in a short amount of time and like release it slowly over time. Yeah. Um, and that's series. The, that's the, uh, sorry. That's the best way to do it, though, because Facts. like what we talked about before getting on, you have to have like ammo because sometimes you just don't feel creative and you're a creative person. I, I can tell just, you know, looking at your your feed and everything and being a creative you're not creative every day everyone right. thinks that like you're just on it on it you're not you have like these mood swings Facts. and you feel different sometimes so i think it's really important to have like you know the folder of like okay let's throw this out today yeah, and, and stuff. if you don't like i was telling somebody yesterday a friend of mine who's a graphic designer was saying she just like wasn't in a creative mood today mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i i get those sometimes and you I, in my experience it's best to lean into it like lean yeah. into like i'm not feeling creative today i'm not gonna like write draw anything i'm gonna do the opposite and just live mm -hmm. because if you don't live you have nothing to create about nothing to create off of you know it's like yeah. the lives that we live outside of when we're creating that inspire us to go then and create representations totally. of what we're experiencing so we wanted with those hours back when, with jimmy and i we we're like we need time to just like you know, chill and party also. Like, we make videos about, like, party culture. We need to be partying more. We yeah. were working all the time. We couldn't party. Yeah. Um, 
and, 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 get, and getting those new ideas exactly. from like those little yeah. bits. I need to things. have awkward club bathroom experiences <laughs> so I can go write sketches about them. <laughs> That's amazing. We what? I mean, it sounded like because you guys were pushing so much content out to all yeah. your friends. Um, that was kind of, do you look at that as kind of the viral moment of like, this is the way we were trying to achieve that from your content? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's hard to say like, this is going to go viral when you're making something almost always when I hear people say that myself included, it does not. It's like the, cause you're trying, trying too opposite. hard or something. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. not, it's not coming from like an authentic place. Um, of course the goal was always to get as many eyes on it as we could, but I don't think we expected the perfect storm of like people sharing it mm-hmm. for it to hit, for a lot of things to hit as they have hit over the course of our like career together. And what what was the the content that you guys put out there that was like oh this is the magic that It was it was all college like it was all college humory type stuff college situations frat humor um cuz that was your audience, right? That yeah. was the people that you were sending Yeah, it exactly. To. Yeah. So so people could relate. It's very relatable. Yeah. yeah, it was very real. We were like satirizing like what was actually happening to us, what we were yeah. seeing, and experiencing, and like we were both the same. Where we can pretty much see the sketch in anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of comedians I know like live a serious life, but they just see it all as comedy, like through their lenses. That's kind of how I am too. So you know, you live for a few days, you link up, and you write. You talk about what you did those past few days, and you find <laughs> the sketch in there pretty quickly, and then you write it and you go make it. And so, what platforms are you on right now? Writing, you know, these cool stories and making people laugh and and building this community that you've been doing so youtube uh facebook watch what's uh, facebook watch i'm so interested i always love that everyone has a different platform that they really focus hyper right. focus on facebook watch is like facebook's their like own streaming network for original content is that is that new uh, like 2016 maybe when it launched something like that okay. 2017 i don't know when exactly it launched we came on board 2017. Um, I thought you were going to say 26 years. I'm like, wow. 26 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, I've been living under a rock. Came out with the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Internet Explorer, <laughs> Facebook Watch. I know. I was like, wait a minute. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm like, oh. Um, oh, wait, 2016? Okay. I think so that's when they launched, or at least when they announced it. Well, Facebook isn't... Uh, I feel like Facebook for me is like the the lowest of the totem pole that I work off of. I feel that. Um, I'm, I'm usually like Instagram, mm-hmm. LinkedIn... Uh, so but I don't have LinkedIn, but I use Instagram a lot. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so interesting to see how, you know, there's so many platforms to push out content. Mm-hmm. And I'm always so interested on, like, who's who's really diving deep into certain areas. Yeah, you on TikTok? Uh, no, not What was that really. hesitation? Well, because I don't dance. I mean, I have two left feet. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I can dance, but not in that kind of like choreo. You don't have to dance on TikTok. Well, it's very choreo. Well, most people dance. That's like a big thing, but there's yeah. also just like life hacks, style stuff. Yeah. Weird stuff. I feel like I'd put my paint stuff on there. Ooh, wait, I, you paint? You yeah. Paint? I've been doing reels of like my paintings. Yeah. But I feel like that would be cool for TikTok. Is that like would be cool. Painting. That's exactly TikTok content. Okay, but I don't have time. I'm asking you actually, <laughs> please don't dance if you can't. Okay, just I won't. Painting. Trust me, I won't. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening to the episode. But now let's thank our sponsors, Bulletproof. 
And if you guys have not tried Bulletproof yet, it is the best. I go for the MCT oil and the coffee every morning to stimulate my brain to have less cravings for foods that I don't need in my diet. And we are now giving away code VAMPED15 for 15% off all through 2021. So head over to Bulletproof.com, get your coffee, get your mind right, get your energy right, and now back to the episode. So we even were talking recently a little bit before this, mm-hmm. everyone. We had our own conversation. You guys were not a part of it. But the algorithm, mm-hmm. I think that's on everyone's mind right now. I know it's changing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it with Facebook Watch? I mean, you're putting shows on there. So what do you? how is it going for you guys over there? It's been great. And I want to say, like, as far as I know, not everyone can just upload to Facebook Watch. What do you mean by that? Well, it's like Netflix. You can't just upload a video to Netflix. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it's like a, you know, a su- subscription-based like, streaming platform. But it's free right now. Got when it. I started charging people. But um, there might be an area of Facebook Watch where people can just upload their stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know all the original content, like, you cannot. So um, so it's like YouTube Red? Exactly. Kind of like that? Exactly. Got it. Did, were you guys going to do YouTube Red as well? We or? were. We actually sold a show to YouTube Red like when they first came out. It never came about, but like we sold a show but to them. But still, yeah. that's amazing. So, okay. So now I, I have a little bit better understanding of Facebook Watch. And so what's the show that's on Facebook Watch? It's so called The Real Bros of Simi Valley, which I is a series we started on YouTube. What'd you I say? watched it. You watched it? Yeah. What'd you think? Honestly, I feel like it's from my high school. Like people, because I, I grew up in Orange County. Oh, yeah. So you, so get it. you get it. <laughs> it was very relatable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's so entertaining. You guys do an amazing job. So you're writing actually the, you're, you're, All you're of it. oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So what is your process? Like how, how do you develop the show? Oh, okay. So it always starts with, you know, Jimmy and I linking up for you know several days in a row and outlining whatever this season's going to be mm-hmm. and you know beginning and big points you want to hit jokes that have to be in there just kind of throwing everything at the board and then over time like it slowly shapes into you know 10 episodes 11 episodes oh wow and um you know it's back and forth between us and the network with facebook notes and that kind of thing um but yeah it's just a lot of just sitting down and fleshing out the world mm-hmm. you know creating these arcs really diving into these characters and yeah, it's fun. Smoking some weed, drinking a little bit, <laughs> some mushrooms every now and then. It gets done. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm like virgin ears. I'm sorry. I know you said you don't cuss and you don't drink. Like, oh, oh man, you're not gonna like me. <laughs> no, I mean, I I recently just fully went cold turkey on drinking because mm-hmm. I got Lyme disease, Ooh. and I'm I'm clear of it, everyone. But yeah, I I don't drink, but I still have fun. I still enjoy everything. But what I wanted to ask you is. During this time, has it changed for you uh, just writing, being creative? Because every the world kind of, you know, stopped a little bit. Dude, yeah, like summer 2020? <laughs> yeah, like you're, all your, you know, juice, creative juices mm-hmm. of going out and partying and all these things that are helpful for the show. How did you now have to pivot all that writing? One second, let me clear my throat. <laughs> um, excuse me, you want to repeat that question? My bad. <laughs> What what I was asking is, you know, you were saying that most of your content was, you know, really derived from partying and hanging out with people and and being in groups. Living life. Yeah, living life and having these moments. What has now been changing and pivoting now that you guys have shows that are 
kind of showcasing the old life. Yeah. But not being able to really experience that right now. Right. How do you do that? Oh, man. Um, it's been such a weird process because March or February, March 2020, before the stay-at-home order happened, before, mm-hmm. like, really that many people were quarantining, um, we were, like, four or five episodes deep into releasing the newest season of Real Bros, right? Yeah. And Jimmy and I were, like, you know, we're constantly up on the marketing and the engagement, but at the same time, we were writing a different show. So Real Bros was, like, we're editing it, too. We've been editing it, but, like, it's close to the finish line, so we can edit Real Bros the end of it while we work on this other show. And then, you know, day by day, COVID started getting more and more serious. Mm -hmm. And um, we finished all our work, and we're like, oh, well, we should probably write something about what's going on right now, like, because it's it's, – it's a hot thing. And it, I, you remember the beginning yeah. of COVID when it was like kind of fun for a lot of people who, yeah, like, who yeah. didn't have it or ha- we might have had it. it. it was, oh, yeah. we're just staying home for two weeks. We're just getting paid and watching Netflix <laughs> before everyone like lost their job and it got really bad. Yeah. So like we were still in that two to three week like grace period. Everyone was kind of treating it like a snow day. But still every day like the world was kind of changing, getting like people's opinions were changing. Like I personally saw like the jokes that we could write on Wednesday, you could not make on Thursday anymore. They oh. were no longer funny. Because they were either offending a lot of people, they were insensitive, yeah. like it was just across the line. Like, oh, I read a new joke. You read a joke mm-hmm. Thursday. You can't make that joke on Friday. Oh, so like, yeah. I was like, all right, we can't really make jokes about the present unless like they're so broad yeah. and so clean that like, you know, that's the way. And we did end up putting a couple of things out like that during that time period. Uh, but for the most part, it was hard. I didn't even think about that because, you know, you guys had before this a lot of free reign mm-hmm. to say whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even too, I feel like it was honing in more and more on comedy of like, you can't say that or you can say that. Right. But even more ter- during this time, people were f- hypersensitive. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't even say that yeah. about my Campbell soup. Right. Right. <laughs> we also got COVID. We were quarantining together. Oh my so like, we really can't, you know, say too much because... But yeah, so it was tough. Yeah. Um, Do you guys live together too? No. Okay, don't. I was gonna yeah. say if you guys live together and you guys feed off each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's why this world is so small. Yeah, small world. Yeah, but no, that's really interesting. So where did you guys? Wh- what What was your guys's you know avenue then? If you can't talk about certain funny things and you have to really focus, what was your next like genre of things you could talk about? So we were we were figuring it out. We were like beating things out and then it got to the point where like you know so many days I, can, I personally could only take so many days of like inefficiency mm-hmm. where it's like all right we tried this but it's not working do we need to make this work how yeah. bad do we want to make this work and we were just kind of like let's take a break and like I went back I stopped coming to like our writing room every day and just stayed, stayed home every day mm-hmm. and I I use a bad word I loved it I loved staying home in my office yeah I had a new place in K-Town I had great view it was like awesome uh, and I was so I was hyper creative. I was working on three to four different projects a day, new projects, bringing back to life old projects. I was writing, I was editing things together, I was reading. Yeah. Um, it was the best thing ever for like a month and a half. <laughs> and then the police started murdering black people, <sighs> and it was all over Instagram. And I no longer wanted to make anything funny mm. because it didn't seem like the energy was different. Energy was different, and also was a big thing for me was that like I saw a lot of people not really caring or taking it seriously enough mm-hmm. and that's when I was like oh okay so like you need someone like me who you think is gonna keep it funny to come and be like nah this this is not a funny time yeah um yeah. so that's what I did that that's that's honestly a really hard <clears throat> position to be in because 
people look to you to like make them have good energy because laughing is really important, you know? Yeah. Um, but when you are the person that is constantly giving that energy and you can't for a moment, <coughs> you know, um, that must be like a really big pressure at the end of the day. Like even too, when you came in, you're like, Oh man, you know, now I have to make you laugh or whatever. Right. I can only imagine how that is constantly. Like people expect that from you. And even more so now that you're like building out all these shows that yeah. like it, you live and breathe comedy. So people just expect you to be on all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it was, it's a lot of pressure. I'm people didn't, re not everybody responded in a great way when I switched up the narrative a little bit, because I mean, I, I think I gained like a little over 8,000 followers in like a two month period, but I also lost 8,000 followers in a two month period. Yeah, it was like new audience. Were, yeah. New audience people were coming and going. Um, also, it was just inconvenient. Like, I didn't want to stop making all the funny shit I was making. I was making so much cool stuff, like, yeah. that I was so amped about. And then the world just got so dark and lame, and no one was responding. And I was like, okay, well, now I have to make different stuff. Like, yeah. I didn't want to, like, I wish I didn't have to do any of that stuff, honestly. I wish I did, just didn't have to do it because the world didn't go the way it went. Like, mm -hmm. I had to put all my projects on hold. I had to out-of-pocket fund a whole new project, a whole new initiative, bring a bunch of people together, educate a bunch of people. Like, it's great. It's out of love. But, like, dude, like, how about like just a, doesn't have to happen like <laughs> yeah. i didn't want that to happen yeah. i didn't want to like spend the next like three months of my life like that um but it, i did because it was important uh and the response was good and positive from some people that's good and it was negative from a lot of others but that's the thing like i i feel like during this time we have to learn to pivot and so, you know, you're actually the first person that I've talked to that has pivoted and was like, I want to go back to what was happening versus they saw a new avenue of like, wow, this is like, I didn't even know I liked this or I didn't even know I wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 it happens to both people. And I think both people need to hear that because mm -hmm. there's definitely people that's listening right now going, I still haven't figured out what I want to pivot to right. and I haven't figured out what makes me happy because right now I'm just depressed yeah. and it feels like the world is caving in and you feel like we were on another episode talking about introvert versus extrovert Ooh. and I feel like you're more of an extrovert. You think so? Yeah, because I feel like being inside because you like to go out and like see people and, and get all that, you know, creative juices. You don't th like you don't thrive as much like with your your content mm -hmm. as much as you do with people like so many people around you. You want to know the truth though? What you're an introvert? I'm an introvert passing as an extrovert. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm like the ugly duckling. I was an introvert who was raised by extroverts. <laughs> does that make sense? Yes, it like, does. And like you adapt, so it's <sighs> like so I, you literally like my dad's loud and boisterous. My mom's like loud and goofy. My uncle, who was like a big influence in my life is a DJ and like a performer. So like I was DJing and emceeing at a young age, like yeah. in front of crowds, but I come home, I want to be by myself, like headphones mm. on, like, um, but oh it, my gosh, I'm, I love that. I know You're how like, to I'm do performing this, as an extrovert. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just feel like during this time, you know, some people can really gravitate towards happening. Like, mm. Oh, if, like even for me, I was so excited. Cause I'm like, I get to reevaluate everything. I get to read more mm -hmm, do all these mm -hmm. creative stuff. Cause I, I really thrive in confined spaces. Um, but a lot of people were like, get me out of this. Yeah. I can't figure out what I want to do anymore. Um, what I had was cush, yeah. you know? So um, it is It is really, you know. I, we, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. It, was, it was weird. I saw the dynamic too. I'm not weird. It's human, right? But I saw that 
the definitely the split. And I was on the same train you were where I was like, this is the best. Like mm-hmm. I was just thriving on the inside and growing yeah. for such a long time. Um, and like not having to deal with the downtime of like traveling around LA all day, like with normal stuff. Um, but I did see a lot of people in my life just get lost and yes. they, they just like wished it was back to normal. I, I mean, I wish it was back to normal too, but like they, yeah, it wasn't the same for a lot of people. Well, yeah, I, th- I think this is a also a good, um, thing to show that like we took a lot of stuff for granted yeah you know during this time and 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 just appreciating more and more things now I appreciate people even more I I've always been like a people person I, I love taking care of others but even more now I'm like wow I want to dive deeper into friendships mm. and building those relationships even with my clients and business like I want to do everything that involves exuding love you just reaffirmed your love yeah oh, I, love I that. did and and my business feels better more than ever because I'm becoming like more and more you know hand holding with everyone mm. I I meet mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's something that like that you are now seeing too and like your line of work is that people are coming together more so than ever because mm-hmm. it's like, wow, we should be thankful that we get to still work and we get to create, you know, during this time. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Like the few times I've been able to be on set in the past few months, um, energy has been amazing. Yeah. It's been so, everyone's so happy to be there. So blessed. Oh, you want me to come early? You want me to come late? What, you need an extra take? What do you Humble. Need? It's great. It's, <laughs> everyone just loves it. And like, yeah. I think you weed out a lot of people too in the process, like who maybe didn't love that process. And you suck with the people who do love it and who mm-hmm. do want to be there. And like, that's so vital. Like I was, bl- I'm blessed enough to have uh, reaffirmed a lot of connections with my close friends during the past, like seven, eight months. Yeah. And a lot of them are over, uh, you know, creative nucleuses. It's like we have projects that like we're doing together now. Our businesses we're starting together, or businesses like we're growing together. And every time we get together with, with, with whatever project it is, there's so much love for whatever we're doing. Yeah. You know, and that makes it so much easier to resolve conflict or to like you know breach past obstacles when everyone in the room loves what you're doing. There's always gonna be a few people in the room who don't love something as much as you do when yeah. you're working on something. Yeah. And you should never expect someone to love your project as much as you love it. Yeah, totally. But it's nice when they do. Yes, it is. And you know what's so funny is like more and more I've been working closer with my friends, like my actual Mm -hmm. true friends. And you know how it used to be where it's like, oh, don't ever work with your friends. Right. Well, maybe they weren't ever really my close friends. Facts. You know, Mm because now more than ever, I feel this year has shown like true colors of people and you gravitate towards more people that are on like the same wavelength as you on every level where those are the people I want to work for me. Right. And because right. I'm like, say it again. You, yeah. yeah. And before it, I would have chosen like the people over here mm-hmm. that I'm like, Oh, these are my friends. I'm like, but those are the ones would have backstabbed me, mm-hmm. would have done something shitty and wouldn't have put the effort that I'd want from them. Yeah. So I personally think more than ever, it's been nice to like work with friends. Yes. You know, my friends are like my family. Yeah. And they say, don't work with your friends or your family. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm working with both in some capacities and like, I, I love it. You yeah. know, um, there are friends I can't work with or I don't want to work with anymore. I, I have worked with friends and been like, all right, not working. We're not going to work together anymore again. Yeah. We're going to be friends. Yeah. And that's cool to set those boundaries. But nothing feels as good as creating and working with people I love. Yeah. Nothing. It just takes a lot of like sacrifice uh, of like ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of just clear communication, a lot of honesty. Yeah. What you want, what you're afraid of. Like when you're not feeling something. Um, you got those elements in there like it's gonna be a healthy mix i love that what is uh 
what is your, I guess, I want to, I want to say something to the audience about what's happening and, you know, anyone out there that's listening and is kind of in your line of work that mm-hmm. is doing comedy, what advice do you have for them? Well, I'll say anybody who's like doing creation, like digital creation of any kind. Um, I always tell people there's three muscles you have to exercise at all times. Uh, one is starting, sitting down and starting whatever it is you want to make, whatever you want to write, whatever you want to, the movie you want to write, the show you want to make, the picture you want to draw, sit down and start it. That's step mm-hmm. one. Step two, finish it. <laughs> yeah. Finish it. Whatever it takes. I'm not telling you the middle part because do whatever it takes. I don't know what the middle part is for your creation. Just finish. Mm-hmm. Put the final period on it. Save it. Uh, whatever it takes. Final brush stroke. The third muscle, publish it. Mm. If you have 200,000 followers or 200 followers or 20 followers, or maybe it's on a website, publish your work for the public. Um, get used to it. Because maybe you'll be in a, a space one day where you're creating, but it's not for the public. But someone will be looking at your work. Yeah. Someone will be passing off judgment, whether it's an employer or a partner. Um, get used to people putting eyes on something you've made, or it's a business, or like looking at it, and get used to criticism. And the quicker you can get over that, the quicker you will get to becoming the best version of yourself or finding your best version of your product. So start, finish, and publish it. I love that. And has there been like times where you felt like really, really frustrated with your work? And every day. You, well, I yeah. mean, <laughs> every day. Well, I mean, like, have you like the process when I was talking to someone else about this is, you know, you always have to like second guess yourself sometimes. Like if you change your, you know, how you change your process or pivot yeah. or something. And people are like, wait, that's not you. Right. And you have to take that leap of faith. What can you tell to people, you know, keep going, like just trust your instincts, yeah. you know, because initially people get turned off because they like consistency. And if you go on another consistent path, yeah, they're like, this is not you. Yeah, You can't be afraid of transition. Yeah. Always follow your heart. Mm-hmm. If something's working, follow it. Something's not working, but it still feels like you want it. Follow it. Yeah. It, you know, if something's not working and you, you think there's something else out there for you, follow that. Be honest with yourself no matter what anybody else around you says, because mm. you're the only person living your life. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be, you happy. can have friends and family who care about you and who honestly want the best for you, mm-hmm. but they are not going to live a day in your shoes ever. Yeah. And you have to live all of the days in your shoes. Yeah. So transitioning, following your heart in any capacity, whether you're transitioning or just continuing along a hard, long path is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, especially tough on those days where like, you know, maybe you don't have enough money to like, like keep things going or maybe you're doing some personal stuff with the family and friends. Um, that's when like, you know, business stuff is like the last thing you want to do sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, but it takes work to listen to yourself and really figure out what's what you want and what's best for you and how to go about it. Um, but if you follow your heart, I've found whether it's just tweeting something or starting a whole new project, like you will be rewarded in the end with happiness. Oh, I, I agree. As long as you love what you do yeah. and you're not doing it for anyone else, nah. it, it, it will work out. No one else yeah. is living your life but you. Yeah. If you yeah. get stuck with it, that's on you. Yeah. So you might as well do what you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So we do a lightning round. Okay. Just to get to know you a little bit better. Let's get it. Um, Cupcakes or cookies? Cookies. Easy. Oh, but I didn't finish. I, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you said you were like obsessed with sneakers. What's your favorite sneaker? 
Ooh, that's tough. I don't have a favorite sneaker. You have to have a favorite sneaker. I don't have a favorite sneaker. Okay. I mean, like, if it's a sneaker brand, I'm going to go with Jordans. All okay. Day. Yeah, yeah. Retro J's. What color? Ooh. That's also hard. They're, they're these uh, wolf gray Jordans that I've wanted these fours for a while. So that's like a gray, like, white combo. There's these things Ooh. called the Master 12s. They're like this all black one. It's a whole thing. <laughs> hey, you can. But Retro J's. Yeah, I mean, oh. you, you probably get into it. So the, the, the Master 12s. The Jordan 12s are kind of like the boots you're wearing. Yeah. They're all black. Oh, really? With a little bit of shine to them. Ooh. Really nice. Okay, yeah. well, you have to send me a picture so we can show the world. I got you. Um, what is your favorite actor to watch? Oof. Jimmy? Okay, I'm Jimmy? a Libra. <laughs> I don't have favorites. I have, like, lists. Yeah. So I'm going to give you, like, a few for each one. Favorite okay. actor to watch? Um, oh, man. I have so many, like, film idols. I just saw a, a poster back there, Brad Pitt on Fight Club. Yeah. I used to watch that movie like religiously as a teenager and a kid. And I loved the movie, but I was also like, man, I'm trying to have abs like Brad Pitt one day. <laughs> like Brad Pitt and Fight Club abs. That was like my goal. I need to watch that actually because it's such a good movie, but it's mm -hmm. been so long. I don't even remember barely any of it. Mm -hmm. But what? What? who else? So um, Brad Pitt? <clears throat> Brad Pitt, uh, Jeffrey Wright, I love. Um, I love... Man, who's been killing it for me lately? What did I just watch? What did you just watch? What's hot? What did I just see? I just watched you yesterday. Okay. Uh, me. I'm yeah. one of my favorite actors. There we go. <laughs> Christian A. Pierce. He's one of the best. Yeah. You you made me laugh all day yesterday. I was oh, Kristen Wiig. Oh, really? You watched me all day? Well, I was researching. I'm doing research. Okay. 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 Got a good look. How do I how do I stack up in person? You you look the same, which is good. Okay. Good. That's a good thing. Okay. How about me? Better. Really? Yeah. Okay, Fire. we're gonna have to like. This is divine we're gonna energy. To, we're gonna have to video this part. Oh yeah, no, we'll be, yeah, we'll handle it. <laughs> oh my god, thank you, I appreciate that. Do you hear that, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> um, best book you've read recently? I just read a book called The Lamb. It's really good. What is that about? It's a fictional book. I guess it's like historical fiction. Yeah. It's about. Um, it's told by Jesus Christ's best friend growing up, his fictional best friend. Yeah. And it's like the recant of like what went down from like their teenage years to adulthood. And it's like dark humor. So it's like a funny satirical look on like the maturation of Christ. It's really oh, funny what? and really good. And just like really well written and like it's poetic and like has some history in it. It's cool. Because I feel like I feel like you'd have some pretty interesting books you read because you are a writer. Mm -hmm. And so do you get inspired by other other books and stuff? Oh, as yeah. Well? Oh, my okay. God. I love reading like inspires me just as much if not more than movies do a lot of times i'm in a book club oh. you are yeah okay. book gang oh my gosh shout out Wh book gang whoa mm -hmm. wait that's dope mm -hmm. i i mean you have to talk about that more because that's really cool yeah book gang formerly called uh book bros also formerly called the reading rainbows it's just a group of <laughs> me and my I can't. <laughs> me and my friends were just like um <laughs> we I don't remember what made me want to start it, mm -hmm. but I was just like, yo, y'all, we should start reading together more. And they were like, that sounds tight. So then oh we just God, like started 2018, I think. Yeah. And um, we we finished like three or four books that year. We So you have a page requirement. So it's like, all right, we're going to read chapters one through six. We're going to link up on Sunday. We meet up. We have wine, whiskey, blunts. And then we just talk about like the chapters we read and like we go into depth. It's it's wow. deep. like. I'm really proud of all my friends who just like have like dedicated themselves to it. Everyone reads the pages. They show up knowing what's good. 
They're wow. ready to tell me how they feel what? about it. They bring up parts. I, and I was an English major. Like, I was like a literature nerd. So, yeah. like, I know how to, like, really get into a text. These guys are peeling the layers back, like, you know. That's so really cool. That's cool, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Reading Rainbows. I Reading love Rainbows. that. That's a good one. <laughs> a biggest goal of two th- for 2021 <clears throat> that you have. Biggest goal of 2021. I want to buy a house this year. I want to buy a house. Same Z. I want to build it. I want to buy it. A house you that should. I yes. Just so you could say that too. Yeah. I built this house. My homie Alex builds houses, so I'm gonna. Okay, wait. We up. need to talk after this because yeah, yeah. that's interesting. He's a G. Oh my gosh. Well, Christian, I love that you came on. You have such beautiful energy. That's that's the thing that I I get kind of bummed about is that my audience doesn't get to feel what I feel when people come on. What do you, you feel? Know? What do you feel? It's just good. It's like you're you're. You feel like all you want to do is express like happiness and you want to be out there in the world and you have love. You have love for people. So I love that. I always like love talking to people like Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I res- that uh, energy is reciprocated. I love that. And ah. I appreciate your energy too. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And where can we find you? Um, on Instagram, you can follow me at Capstagram. That's two M's on the end. Um, check out the Real Bros of Simi Valley on Facebook. Watch. Um, I'm partnering up with a new clothing brand called Shell Corp. You'll see my Instagram with some cool content and cool clothing coming out. And uh, I have just started making videos that I will post on TikTok soon. So stay <laughs> yeah, tuned. don't make yeah, fun yeah. of me. Well, I was gonna, we we're gonna riff about it. But oh, okay. Yeah. Well, TikTok. That's that's where you'll find it's Christian, future, not yeah. me. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming on. Um, really excited about this episode. And yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you guys for checking out another amazing episode. We are so excited to see you guys on audio and video. So please check us out on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere you get your podcasting services. And then also we are on YouTube. So please like, comment, subscribe, do what you can to give us a five-star review. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) 